Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, fellow Clashers. How is everybody doing on this fine day? Welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. My name is Catfish. I'm your host for the day. Why don't y'all hop on in and buckle up? It's time to go play in some traffic. Guys, it has been about three weeks since I last got to talk to you. Uh, we knew that I was going to miss one week, so we knew there was going to be at least a two-week gap. And that was because of some work things that I had going on. You see, I've twice in the past month with work, we've had a conference that we have been doing, a, a training session, a workshop with some new things that we're doing with work. And that was hosted here locally in town. We've had people that were coming from all over the United States to come in for this as we did this kickoff for this big project. Uh, like I said, a couple weeks ago, I got to actually meet my boss in person for the first time in, well, this first time I've met this boss since he came on the job and the first time that I've met a supervisor of mine in, you know, face to face in many years. So it was, it was great to do that. Well, we had another one of those workshops and because it was hosted locally, my normal, you know, 45 minute to an hour drive to work was cut down to only about 20 minutes, which is great, which is great. But that didn't leave me a whole lot of time to be able to talk to you guys about Clash of Clans. And I didn't want to, you know, just put out a really short episode. I wanted to give you some good stuff. So we just didn't have one. We didn't have one. Well, then that workshop ended on a Thursday evening. Uh, we all said our goodbyes and headed back home to wherever it was we were going. A lot of guys headed on planes back out to California. Uh, a few that were heading back up to the national capital region. A couple folks down to like South Carolina, whatnot. People all over the place, right? So that was the afternoon. We all said goodbye, and they did that. I worked from home on Friday. Got caught up on a little bit of stuff because I had, you know, missed a, a week of work because of training. So now I got to catch up on all the things that I have not been able to do since I was at all of this training. And then Saturday morning, I wake up and a couple emails have come in Saturday morning, about two o'clock in the morning. So late night for our West Coast guys, early morning for me. And then I had a bunch of text messages from my boss that came in oh, around the time I was eating my breakfast. And those messages all said that like three people from our workshop had tested positive for COVID. Now, the three folks who tested positive, they were all on the same planes to and from California, uh, the San Diego area out here to the East Coast. They are pretty sure that they picked it up either on the plane out here or on the plane back. Uh, and it was, it was just those folks who ended up testing positive. But that meant because I was in close proximity, work said, yeah, you've got a, a, a positive contact so we're not going to let you come into the office for uh, about five days until you've had your quarantine period and you've gone and, and gotten a negative COVID test, which I did. I had to go get another test and, and get that taken. It ended up negative. I never, never came down with any symptoms. And the few folks who did have some symptoms, they were all really mild. It was nothing, nothing major. So we're, we're thankful for that, that things were able to work out well for them. And that they are all on the mend now. But... That meant I wasn't driving back and forth to work last week, and I had a ton of work to do. So I was trying to catch up from missing oh, two of the past three weeks of work with this conference and all of the additional things that I was now picking up and the fact that three members of our team were now down sick. Uh, we had a lot of extra stuff to do. So that's my excuse for, for missing you know, two episodes in a row, 
my apologies for that. I'd like to be able to get back to a more regular schedule. Uh, we'll see if I'm able to keep up the weekly. If not, I'm definitely aiming for once every other week so that we can we can get a chance to talk and visit. But in that time, what has been going on, guys? We've had several raid weekends come and go. We've had regular wars. We've had clan games. Uh, anybody notice that the clan games rewards that Clash of Clans tweeted about. There was a tweet they sent out, like they do every month. They say, here's what the rewards are going to be. And Tier 5 of the clan game rewards... Oh, oh, man, look at this. I got all this traffic up ahead of me. Oh, well, I guess we're going to have a little extra time to talk. Anyway, the, the image that they tweeted out that had the clan game rewards, the next to last reward had a Rune of Builder Elixir in it. Well, the actual reward, I believe, had a rune of Builder Gold. Now, does that really matter? I mean, it was still a rune for Builder stuff. It, it really, for those of us who have maxed out Builder Hall, and there's a few of us out there, you know, we're not we're not really really concerned about that. And I don't think even on any of my mini accounts that I ever claim that rune of, of Builder Loot because I'm more focused on the main base, right? But I just thought that was interesting that the what Clash of Clans tweeted out was different than what was actually in-game. And there were a lot of people that asked them about it, and I never saw them actually respond to why there was a discrepancy in that tweet. So we had this past raid weekend was a good one for us in the Knights of Zion. We ended up with 939 raid medals per active participant in the clan. Uh, that's 858 that we earned on offense and 81 that we received on defense. Now, we were kind of happy, even though it's it's only a small amount, right? It's like 10%. Those raid medals that we got on defense, we have our, our base building crew that works on our bases mostly for fun, right? Because you don't get a whole lot of rewards from having awesomely overpowered bases on defense for the raid weekends, right? There's just not a whole lot of point to it. But... It's something that these guys like to do. They like to have fun building the bases, and they have even more fun when we, throughout the whole middle of the week, after they've got had a chance to go in there and build some of these bases, we do all kinds of friendly challenges just so we can get some practice in it, just so we can have some fun. So I know I heard Tribe talking about how he loves the raid weekends and wishes there were more. Well, listen, Tribe of Judah, you've been spending your weekdays over in Tribe which, okay, you know, you're, you're semi-retired and your whole focus right now is on the raid weekends and the clan capital. And that's cool. You know, you can play the game you, the way you like to play it. But just know that those of us over in KOZ, we're doing raid weekend friendly challenges throughout the whole week. I was just on just a little bit ago and saw, I believe, Sir Cello Pup and Hannibal. Might have been another one. They were on there throwing up friendly challenges for the Capitol Hall and go in and attacking them because we all like to play with the new toys, right? So we've got some new troops that we unlocked over this past weekend because we went up another another level. Uh, we went up to Capitol Hall level six. I believe it was late Friday, maybe early Saturday that we went up there. So we've got some new toys to play with and we're having fun doing that. Uh, we've already upgraded all of our offensive capability that we can at Capitol Hall level six. And now we're working on getting enough buildings upgraded so that we can go up to seven and eventually get that stinking mountain golem up upgraded uh we have we're up to the dragon cliffs district uh, we've just got the one district left to upgrade but we've got a bunch of buildings to unlock before we can upgrade some district halls and a bunch of district halls we got to upgrade before we can 
upgrade our Capitol Hall before we do, you know, the whole spiel that, that Seth went into on the, the developer video, right? Uh, so we've got all that to get done. But we are still having fun. And here's here's the thing. These guys, we're doing all these all these friendly challenges for this preparing for the raid weekends, right? Because we want to get in there. We want to tweak things. We want to build the bases. And we want to figure out how the new troops work. And then this has happened to us each of the last weekends where during the raid weekend, we end up moving up a Capitol Hall, right? We all donate a whole bunch of Capitol Gold during the week because we've got our forges going we've got that free loot coming in a bunch of us are bringing our minis over and donating all the loot from it and we get things upgraded as much as we can and then it seems like oh like the first or second day sometime on the second day of the raid weekend we get enough gold from the raids to actually move up to the next capital hall opening up a new district and opening up new offensive troops and then all of that practice we did throughout the week is is pretty much worthless right <laughs> all of the base building that we worked on because we were we were forced we were facing clans of the same oh the, the the same weight as us right they had the same districts unlocked and pretty much the same troops so we build our stuff to defend against those troops and then boom right in the middle we get enough gold to move up to the next capital hall level and now there's a whole bunch of new troops that have been unlocked so now we're facing clans that have troops that well they might be doing better against our defense than what we had planned. And you know what? That is just fine. That's the whole point of this whole thing is just to work together to plan and move up. And, you know, if we get through half of the weekend doing great and then we get up to the next level and start getting beat up, you know what? It doesn't really matter because only one defense counts. That's right. You can get attacked 50 times. Only one of them is what your defensive reward as far as the clan as far as the raid medals are concerned only one of those defenses counts and it's whichever defense took the most attacks to get completed and that's the one that's going to give you the most uh that's the one that's going to give you your defensive raid medals so there are clans that i actually saw in reddit there were some people and i think i seen a couple people on twitter start catching on too there's some people who are looking at this kind of like FWA, the Farm War Alliance, right? Where they're going to do, they're going to build their defensive bases and have those good defensive bases out on Friday night, right? After the raid starts, they're going to have those good bases out there. And they're going to wait until they see a good defense happen. So one that maybe took a few more attacks to clear all of the districts in the Capitol Hall than it did the previous week. And then they put out easy bases for other clans to hit. And here's here's the thought behind this. You only get you only get raid medals based on one defense. So once you've got a decent defense in your in the bag, none of the other ones count, right? But giving up easy bases to the enemy clan doesn't hurt you then, and it actually helps the other clans be able to move along. So the the more people who get on board with this, the better chance we're going to have of getting some more raid medals and more gold on offense. Hey, this sounds like a decent idea. Now, I haven't seen Supercell respond to any of this, and it's not technically win trading because there's no guarantee that you're going to attack the same clan that attacked you. So if you give up an easy win to a clan that attacks you, you don't know that you're actually going to be able to attack them, so there's no there's no trading of wins there, right? There, there's no guarantee of what is going to happen. So it's kind of like FWA, only less win trady. Is that is that a word? Is that the right way to say that? Less win trady? Does, does that make sense? Uh, we haven't done this in Knights of Zion, but I got to tell you, 
if we can get more people on board with this, this could be a thing that works out for, for a lot of people involved. It would help get more uh, capital gold into the clans. It would help get more raid medals into the clans on offense. You just leave up good bases on Friday, and then when Saturday rolls around, put the troll bases out, the, the progress bases, the whatever. Put put all of the defenses that target ground troops on, on one corner. Put all the defenses that target just air troops in another corner. Uh, put the ones that, that can target both somewhere that you, and, and make sure that it's easy for somebody to get to them and, and take them out. Um, you know, if you get those those ground targeting, I'm sorry, get the air only targeting defenses all chained up and let a couple super wizards just destroy it. You know, cool. That, but that's that's something that I'm seeing happening that's gaining a little bit of traction. And I kind of like it. You know, it's yeah, it's gaming the system a little bit. But you know what? That, that's what it's all about, right? You know, you got to figure out how the system works and how you can then make that system work for you. I like it. I like I like the idea behind that. So uh, if anybody else has is, is seen any other clans that have done that, where they've just put up easy bases for you, I haven't run into any of them yet, but let me know. Let me know if you've seen any of those things out there and what you think of the idea of doing that. Uh, I'll, I'll have to go find who it was that, that I saw originally post this idea and, and see uh, what they have to say. Now, along those lines of not necessarily an exploit because it's something that's built into the game, but anybody who listened to Clash Tips podcast heard about the clan, the very first clan to max out everything completely. Uh, we've seen Orange hopping around and chatting with us in uh, some of the, the, the podcast Discord servers. He's, I believe I've seen him up on, on Reddit also but talking about what they did to be able to completely max out their clan capital. Uh, they, they have a YouTuber, a German YouTuber who's associated with their clan, and he put it out that, hey, guys, if you want to help us out, we want to be the first to do this. Hop in into the clan, donate some capital gold, and let's get our clan up there. And they did it. They, they did it. They're done. It was in like two and a half weeks or something. Um, I don't need to go into all the details because Tip Dog already, already covered all that. But that was cool. I thought about potentially maybe we should do that in Knights of Zion because we've got a YouTuber in our clan that uh, maybe he could ask people to come and do that. But I don't know. I kind of like the way that we're doing it. I kind of like the way that we're progressing. It's putting us up against people who are relatively the same weight as us. And if you listened, if you've seen what Orange has said in any of the Discord servers or listened to what what he was talking about when he was talking with Tip, was that... They don't have very many opponents. When they go do, to do attacks, the first couple times after they maxed out, there was only one clan that they could attack because of the way that the matchmaking system works there. There were no other clans that were up there near them. And I kind of like being able to attack a bunch of different clans. It's neat seeing names show up in our, our log, our attack log, and our defense log. As a matter of fact, this past raid weekend, we had none other than Dark Sector attacking us. Now, it was late on the raid weekend day. Uh, when I looked, they had cleared five out of six of our districts. They had not completely annihilated the Capitol Hall yet. And I didn't get the chance to look back right as uh, the raid weekend ended. So I'm not sure if you guys were able to close that one out. And then I don't, I can't see, I can't see the, the defenses this week. I don't know what's up, what's up with that. Uh, I don't know if it was because there was some maintenance that, that, got rid of all the replays so i couldn't go in and watch the defenses to see how dark sector finally did against us uh so if you guys were able to beat it congratulations uh i you guys had one of the lowest number of attacks going but that was with only five out of six 
of the, the districts being attacked. So congratulations to you guys. Cool seeing familiar names in there. Uh, there's been a couple times that we have seen some, some really familiar names in our defense log and a couple times where we have attacked some names that, uh, that are moving on up there and becoming names we all recognize. So that's kind of fun seeing all of that pop up. Uh, so we are, uh-oh, there is a cop behind the guy behind me. Let's see, am I getting pulled over or is it the car behind me? It's the car behind me. Yay. That was that was interesting. That's why I, when I'm sitting here doing these, I, uh, I try to have my cruise control set so that I don't accidentally speed while I'm trying to talk to you. Anyway, where was I? I was, yeah, so we are, we are Capitol Hall 6. We reached that like Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning uh, was when we hit that. So we have the Barb Camp, the Wiz Valley, the Balloon Lagoon, and the Builder's Workshop done. And then we finally unlocked the Dragon Cliffs. And I was all excited about the Dragon Cliffs. Like, yay, dragons. Um, yeah, but we only have dragons on defense right now. We don't have the Super Dragons on offense yet. We've got to upgrade to Capitol Hall level 7 and then get our District Hall down there in the, the Dragon Cliffs up to District Hall 2 before we can upgrade that barracks. It's it's just you guys know it's, it's crazy the, the like the list that you have to go through to be able to upgrade stuff i can't keep track i just i can't keep up with what we have to do so the biggest troop that we have right now is i think the hog raider is at level one uh so i got to play around with some of those this weekend and it was that was kind of fun now speaking of this whole clan capital thing that's what this first band we're what almost 18 minutes into the episode all we've talked about is is the capital hall uh, but it's it's the new thing I did see an interesting suggestion, an interesting post that came up in Reddit this past week, and I, I want to highlight it. It was a, it was a great idea, and it's all about helping the community. And that's I mean that's that's where my my passion is right now in Clash of Clans is trying to help the community, trying to get the word out about things and see how we can improve uh, the, the different things we have going on. And that's exactly what Reddit user u slash Vanessa Baxton did this week in the subreddit and then her idea was actually pretty much the same idea as what you slash dracula 3811 did oh about 18 19 days ago unfortunately his version of the idea got downvoted because there was there's somebody in the subreddit somebody that i have dealt with in the past and they actually commented on the very first post that i ever put in the subreddit and they they downvoted my post and misinterpreted something that i was saying and thought that I didn't understand how the game worked. Uh, and it has to do with claiming cl uh, clan games rewards. If you start off in a clan that is level 10 or higher, and then you move over to a lower clan, then that doesn't, that can't hold as much loot in the, the, the in the clan castle, right? Uh, you can't claim those rewards at the end of clan games unless you move back to a level 10 or higher clan. It's, it's a known bug. And I tried to submit it as a bug report because it's not acknowledged anywhere in any official Supercell stuff. It's not in any facts. There's not an easy way to find it. And I tried to share that information and this certain user who's got a whole ton of karma, and I don't even know what karma does for me on Reddit. I, I like to use, I like to read the stuff on Reddit, but I don't completely understand how it works. But this dude started calling me names and calling me an idiot because I didn't understand how to do math and how things work. I'm like, no, bro, I understand how it works but there's no easy way it's not posted anywhere. And I see people commenting about it and asking questions about it at the end of every clan game. So I was trying to get information out. Anyway, this same dude 
decided to downvote Dracula 3811's thing because he misinterpreted what Dracula was trying to say. Well, Vanessa Baxton got on there and had a, a longer post, put in a lot of effort to put this thing together. It looks it looks like something that one of the Reddit moderators would have put together. It's got all these nice rules on how to do it. It's got a little it's got a frequently asked question section in her Reddit post that she started getting questions and she starts editing the thing. And it, it, it is awesome. Here's her idea. Uh, so credit to Dracula3811 for the original idea and the Vanessa Baxton for getting the idea organized in such a great way. The idea is this, that there is a way for us as larger clans that have more developed clan capitals to be able to help some of the smaller clans. And here's how that works. You get your clan gets a pool of raid medals. Every time you attack a district, you get raid medals. And it goes into this pool. We don't actually see this pool. All we see is the result of the pool at the end. But every time you go in and attack, you get raid medals from the from that attack. And they, they get they add up into this one singular clan pool. At the end of the weekend, it doesn't matter how many players you have in your clan. It doesn't matter how many actually attacked during the weekend. You could have had a clan that only had five players in it and only did their 30 attacks. Your pool of raid medals is going to be divided by 50. You could have a clan that is has full 50, 50 players in it and did all 300 of their attacks, and it's going to be divided by 50. Well, how does that help? What does that, what does that mean for those of us that are trying to help people? Uh, and there's there's an Itsu video that came out shortly after um, after Vanessa put her idea out there because we had some questions about how some things worked and whether the, whether the math was actually going to add up. Uh, we saw some of the things Rick had said that he had, had figured out based on his work with the developer build, and then Itsu put out a great video that explained how those raid metals work. So here's the idea: since it doesn't matter whether you had five, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty people attack you're going to end up with the same number of raid medals because that pool gets divided by 50. If at the end of the weekend, you have available slots for attacking, it, there is no harm in letting hoppers come into your clan and do some attacks. They will then get a share of those raid medals. If they didn't come in to do this, those raid medals would be lost, right? Because everybody gets an even share, even if there's not a full 50. Now, there's some people that then complain and say, oh, well, then those hoppers are going to take their clan gold back with them instead of donating it to your clan capital. Who cares? That clan gold would not have come to you anyway because you would have missed out on having those attacks. So if you're a larger clan that has a more fully developed clan capital, those attacks are worth more clan gold than the guys who only have a, oh, like a, a capital hall level two or three. If you've got a capital hall level six, there's a chance to get more capital gold. So if you let folks come into your clan and do some attacks, let them, hey, say, hey, if you get the opportunity, do one of the small, like there's a 97% attack left, do that 3%, get a little bit of gold, dump that 100 or 200 into one of our things, and then keep the rest. Because we would have missed out on the rest of that capital gold anyway. And then you're also giving those players more raid medals than they would have earned in the small clan. Now, if you're not open to letting just any randoms come in, think about doing this in your clan family. We've been focused on having people do all of the stuff in Knights of Zion and donate back to KOZ. And then Eden's Edge has kind of been doing their own thing. We're, we're almost, when it comes to Capitol Hall, almost operating as two separate clans. 
But now maybe, maybe what we do is some of those minis that sit in Eden's Edge, maybe we should be bringing them into Knights of Zion at the end of the weekend if we don't have everybody attacking. And then let them take that capital gold back down to K or back down to Eden's Edge. Or maybe we open it up and let some of the some of the random folks just hop into the clan and do it. I think this is a great idea. It's a way to help get some of the clans that haven't unlocked things. If Maybe it's a free-to-play clan. Maybe it's just a small clan that doesn't have enough people to get their capital hall going. Because if you don't have any troops unlocked yet, you can't do a raid weekend. So this is just one of these ideas. So what Vanessa did was she set up this whole post. And Rick, I know you're listening. Uh, go back and, and find this post. And, and I don't know what you guys as mods can do to... I don't know that this post needs to be pinned or if you guys take this idea and, and get it its own you know, thing. Because she kind of based it off of the clan games mooching post that is one that a, a moderator kind of runs. And in that one, I've, I've done this myself. If uh, it's the end of the clan games week and you have completed all of the clan games challenges for your clan, you can let some people hop in, do one clan games, and then are able to collect rewards. Or the other thing that I do is... If I have, if I have accounts like a bunch of my mini accounts, I don't start clan games until the end of clan games because I like to see. All right, did Koz knock all of ours out? Cool. Did did Eden's Edge get all theirs done? If not, if they're not, you know, max out with the clan games rewards, then I'll take my minis over to Eden's Edge and knock out a bunch of points there. If both Koz and EE are done, I'll actually go on to some of the Discord servers and be like, all right, who needs four thousand or eight thousand points? Or 16,000, I've got enough to, to send four accounts over sometimes. But what clans out there need a, a, enough points to get to that last tier? And I have hopped into random clans, knocked out a whole bunch of clan games challenges to be able to knock them up into the highest level of clan games rewards. So there's this clan games mooching thread that's in there where people can say, this is my clan, it's open, you can come on over. Uh, or I have accounts that can do clan games for you where do I need to go? And there's in the, actually in the classic clans, Reddit, uh, discord server, there's a place where you can do that. Also, there's a place for signing up for CW, all stuff, all this, whatever. But what Vanessa basically did is she set up this whole post where it's the end of the raid weekend. You can say, I have this many slots available. We are this capital hall level. Here's the name of the clan. If you want to come in and mooch some of the raid medals from us or some of the capital gold, that's a great, that's a great thing. It doesn't hurt your clan to do it. And it actually helps others in the community. So I'm going to see what I can do to be able to help out uh, and, and maybe post some stuff up in there. KOZ is a little difficult because we usually do max out everything, but maybe maybe we'll be able to help out some others in the community. And I encourage you to do the same thing, if not within just your own clan families, but with the community as a whole. So go, go check that out. I will post a link to the Reddit clan capital matching thread. That was the title of the post that she put up there. And here, look, look. I, maybe she's my new BFF. I don't know. We, we've chatted back and forth uh, with some DMs on, on Reddit. But uh, Vanessa Baxton, her profile says, it is our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another. I love that. I love that. And that actually leads into something that I'm going to talk about later where there's just some toxicity and some things going on where people have forgotten to to start off dealing with kind words and it just jump straight into attack 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 and that's that's just one of my pet peeves so we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the episode what else do we have going on in clash of clans that is not 
has doesn't have anything to do with the raid weekend. Well, there's some events going on. We've got Super Troops at a 70% discount. Y'all, I love it. I love it. I've got a bunch of Super Troops all uh, boosted up and ready to go for what army I'm using. So 70% discount is cool because that means I've got more DE to drop into the forge. And that is that is awesome, uh, being able to just use some of that because I'm sitting at max loot on everything, especially since it's a new month and now we have a new... Uh, the the season bank sitting there with everything maxed out it is awesome so i've got plenty of loot to be able to keep going in my forge for the month what other events do we have we have world power so using valkyries gets you a resource potion and then titanic strength which is for using giants and that gets you a research potion and then pocket rocket for using rocket loons gets you ooh gets you two builder potions oh there's only today's the last day for that and I've got to get 10 wins using at least one rocket. Guys, I'm going to have to do this. I forgot to do this one, and it's worth two builder potions. Well, here's the here's the, here's the the secret. Uh, I have been using up all of my builder potions so that my forge stays active. And that is why... Uh, that, that's why I'm sitting at... Where am I? I'm at over, I'm at over 215,000 contribution for clan for capital gold. I think I'm sitting at fifth place in the clan right now. Uh, and that's mostly because, all right, a few, few months ago, did I tell you guys about this? I don't know. I've chatted about it on Discord. But a few months ago, we had a Legend League challenge in Knights of Zion. And the prize was some cash money. I ended up winning that challenge, so I won some cash money from the clan. And then I have decided to just take all of that money that I earned from the clan and put it back into the clan. So as soon as the, the update dropped, I, I purchased some packs to be able to get some gems to be able to purchase the, 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 the builder potions so that I could keep that forge going uh, as quickly as possible. So yeah, I'm going to have to get those two builder potions from that pocket rocket event so that I can get that going. But yeah, that's, that's why I'm, that's why I'm where I'm at. Uh, with over 215,000 contributed. And that was only, I think I only purchased about $25 worth of packs and $25 worth of gems and whatnot. So that's that's all that I put into it. I actually got to become a dirty gemmer for once. I've been, I can't say free to play because I purchased the gold pass, right? But I don't purchase any other packs or anything. But now I've done it. I've, I've, I've become a dirty gemmer. It felt good. It felt good to be able to contribute back to the clan and help the clan get up there. And then I look at people like Jesse, who have three accounts that are ahead of me in the capital gold contribution. Got Hoosier, who's almost double what I have. And then there's a couple other folks that are that are right there on par with where I'm at. So uh, thank you to those guys who have been helping the clan out so much and keeping things going for us there. All right, now, uh, what have I been using? Well, let's see. I'm going if I want to use rocket loons. I already have, I already have super wizards and super wall breakers boosted. So I'm going to have to take them, take rocket loons in my CC. I've been doing an army. I've been doing a witch army, guys. Witch and super wiz. Uh, I don't remember where I found this. Was it APK Gaming maybe, or Synchronous? Uh, but I found this army. It's two ice golems, three golems, eight witches, seven super wizards, one super wall breaker, a whiz, two archers, 
and then I'm taking three free spells, eight quake spells, a poison, a rage, and then a yeti bomb that is usually released in a log launcher. Uh, and I end up, you know, quaking out a whole bunch of, of the base. Uh, and that is sometimes not a good thing because sometimes I'll drop the quake too early and then it lets my, my troops wander and I end up with one stars. Uh, but if I get if I get everything timed outright, if I'm able to funnel the edges a little bit and get that log launcher going at the town hall and I'm able to keep the stupid Grand Warden with that log launcher, that has been my biggest problem is my warden just deciding to leave the mass of troops. I don't I don't know what the deal is with the warden. Anymore. Guys, does does the siege machine not count? Does it not have any weight? Because there's times that I'll drop that siege machine and there'll be like a witch and a super whiz and the warden will decide to go follow them. I don't I don't get it. And then I'll, I'll like immediately drop like the queen or the royal champion in the warden's aura over by the log launcher trying to pull him back and he's like, nah fam, I'm out. And he walks around the entire base and, and it just wrecks it. So I have had more one stars than I'd like to admit, but I've also had more triples than I've had in a while in Legend League because I don't, I don't get a whole ton of triples. <laughs> as much as I talk a good game, I don't get a whole ton of triples in Legend League. But when it works, man, I love this army. It's a ground army. Uh, I've been using it for a couple days now. Uh, I'm on my second boost of the Super Wizards, so I think of what I'm on fourth, my fourth day using this army. So it's been kind of fun. But I've been using a Yeti Bomb in that log launcher, so what I think I'm going to do is replace... How heavy is a Rocket Loon? Rocket Loon takes eight space, right? So that's the same as a, a Valk. So I'll just replace the Valk with a Rocket Loon. That'll help me get that that pocket rocket event done. Uh, I think I have six attacks left today. I need to do 10 to complete this challenge. And the event goes for a couple hours past when Legend League day resets. So we should be good to go. So I can get those two builder potions done. Now, what... What else we got going on? So those are the, those are the things we have there. Uh, we have CWL coming up. Registration is open. We are in a war right now. So as soon as this war is done, we will be spinning tonight. I think we're probably going to spin around 11 to midnight Eastern Daylight Saving Time. So anybody who wants to try... Police reported ahead. Oh, police reported ahead. All right, let's make sure I slow back down. Uh, but anybody who wants to try to uh, snipe my clan, uh, that's when we'll be going. Champions 3. Uh, probably around 11 o'clock, between 11 and midnight tonight, uh, Monday. Monday? Today's not Monday. Holy cow, I'm so glad it's not Monday. Wednesday, Jan Ju January? Y'all, I've only had one cup of coffee today, and clearly that is having an impact on my ability to speak. All right, so let's take, let's, let's take that again. Tonight, Wednesday, June 1st, between 11 and midnight Eastern Daylight Saving Time, we will be spinning for our for CWL. So hope to see any of you guys who are also in Champs 3. Maybe we'll match up with you. And and I promise, I promise, we will give you guys easy bases and empty clan castles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally what we'll do if we see a name that we recognize. Um, yeah, no win trading there. Yeah, promise, promise they'll be empty. <laughs> no, they won't. Anyway, that's what's got what's what we got going on. Holy cow, we got people that are just zooming in and out of traffic. Y'all are gonna get people killed. Whoo! Anyway, uh, earlier I mentioned how Vanessa Braxton said that we should be kind to one another. Guys, this week I have seen some great things going on in the Clash community on Twitter. 
there's been some neat conversations. There's been some fun things, some uplifting things. And then there has just been this other side of it that's been absolutely, completely, totally toxic to one another. And I, I just don't get it. I hate when I see that, when I see two portions of the community that are fighting with one another and they can't even, if they can't even take a step back and get over their own, I don't know what it is. They can't get over themselves to go, wait a minute, we're both on the same side of this issue. I have, I have two friends in a community that are on either side of this, this argument that's going on. And I'm like, y'all realize that this started because of a misunderstanding. There is, there's one, one, uh, we'll just say clasher that has been the target of some, some pretty nasty stuff in the past. Now they've also had some comments about some iffy behavior on their part. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that they deserve to just be the target of all kinds of, of just filth and trash and toxicity. Well, being the target of filth and trash and toxicity sometimes makes you a little bit on edge and a little bit sensitive to that. And there was a conversation that happened where another person in the community said something. Now, this other person is they're, they're international. They're, they're not from the United States. I don't even think English is their first language. They're of a completely different generation than the, the one person that's involved, which means a different vernacular, a different slang, a different everything. And they said something in one word and that set somebody off thinking that this person meant one thing when in fact in their, you know, their local vernacular, the local slang that they use, it meant something completely different, but everybody has to then jump to one extreme or the other. And instead of looking at it and, be, and going, hey, what did you mean when you said that? They just immediately said, oh, you meant this absolutely awful, terrible thing against me, and I'm now going to call you out on it, and we're going to cancel you. I hate that. I, I just, I absolutely hate that. Because if, if you're looking at it from the outside and seeing that, you know what, <laughs> excuse me, maybe what this, what this person said could be construed wrong. Maybe they should have clarified it <clears throat> in a, in a, you know, a little bit sooner, but to just jump down their throat and, and go off on them like they were the worst thing in the world. I just, I can't stand it. And now it's, it's spilling over to where we've got people who are respected in the community that are having to pick sides and and it's getting to be arguments with one another and I, I just I don't like it guys so here is my challenge for us this week let's get out there and this is <clears throat> I'm seeing specifically on Twitter so if you have Twitter let's this week um, let's make a pact that we're gonna try to instill a little bit of positivity in the Clash Twitterverse, okay? If you're on there, go find somebody that you respect in the Clash of Clans community. Whether it's somebody, it could be your clan leader. It could be a small streamer. It could be a long-time content creator. I don't care who it is. If they've done something nice for you or for the community, find them, tweet at them, and tell them what a good job they did. And tell them thank you. And uh, let's... I've seen a, a hashtag that's been that had been going around for a month or so uh, about community unity. Hashtag community unity. There's a there's one that's it's out there a bunch, right? 
let's let's fine tune this. Let's say, let's call it COC Community Unity. So if you're going to do this, let's use the hashtag COC Community Unity. We're going to get out there. We're going to thank some people that are in in our Twitterverse in Clash of Clans area, whoever that may be. I don't care if it's one of the podcasters, if it's just a member of your clan, whatever. But let's use that hashtag and let's get this thing going. And I don't want to see any, any, hey, you did great, but this person did bad. Or you did great and you're so much better than, no. Let's just, let's just do some positive stuff. Let's just point out who has done something great for us, whether they know us or not. Uh, and, and let's, let's highlight that. And maybe... Just maybe I will have a little bit of something special coming up for somebody who participates in this. I'm not going to call it a straight up giveaway and I'm not going to tell you what the something special is going to be, but I will find a way to reward somebody who gets on board with this. Now, here's here's the, the roles because I've got to be able to see it, right? So use that hashtag COC Community Unity and... I was no, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you to follow me on Twitter because I can find the I can find the hashtag, and I might have to have you following me to DM me, or so that I can DM you later. But we'll figure that out because uh, I don't need this to be just an advertising section for for my piddly little Twitter account that usually posts pictures of my barb and my archer statue that sit on my bookshelf. <laughs> but that's what we're going to do. Go out there, find somebody, find a couple people. And let's all thank them for the efforts they've been putting into this community. If there's somebody who has done something cool, uh, hit them up and use hashtag COC Community Unity to send them a thank you. All right, guys, I think that is going to be it for this week. I know it's been a long time. There's a whole bunch of things going on. Um, What do we have coming up? Well, I know that we just got this new update, but it's now June june is a new you know there's a new season coming up uh, towards the end of june is summer which means we should be seeing a summer clash of clans update i don't i i don't think i hope that this that the june update is not not the june update the summer update i don't think it's going to be in, in june we just had it in what early may so i don't think we're going to see one in june and i almost guarantee it's not going to be town all 15 right we still have the the championship tournament coming up we know that we've got the the big uh thing that's coming up later this summer and but i do think we're going to have probably two maybe one i think we're gonna have one more update at town hall 14 so whatever the summer update is maybe some couple troops maybe a couple defenses i think what we think that there could be another level for cannons and archer towers i would love to see another level for the stinking air sweeper just so that it gets on you know on the right color scheme right and uh, i don't know i'm sure that there could be some other other upgrades that, that happen but that's about it i don't think we're going to have two more updates at town hall 14. so i think we're going to see a summer update then the world championships happens at the end of september so then the fall update i believe the fall update is where we will finally see town hall 15. now we know that because they were working on this big capital hall thing that clash of clans the clash of clans team had not really been working on town hall 15. so that only gives them oh a few months because i think early october is when we could see it my my best guess is that they're going to ride the coattails of the world championship at the end of september and I, I would not be surprised 
if the closing video, like they've done the, they've done, they've crowned the new champion, they presented the rewards, and then they're going to close out the broadcast with like the first sneak peek for Town Hall 15. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. So that's that's my guess. Uh, that we'll probably start seeing that as soon as the World Championship are over, or at least, if not sneak peek, maybe the first teaser, right? Maybe that's a better word for it. So that's that's Catfish's best guess, and we all know that Catfish is always wrong when it comes to these things, so don't expect any of it to be right. All right, guys, that really is going to do it for this week. Thank you for riding along with me and keeping me company while I was driving. I'm actually driving home from work right now. I recorded a, an episode on the way to work this morning but decided it just it wasn't very good so we re-recorded hopefully I, I hit everything that i was supposed to but there is that lost episode now that we will never know what was actually said on that morning so guys with that i hope that y'all are staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic bye for now <laughs>